going on, everybody? Welcome into this edition of From the 50, live from the St. Louis, Missouri studios, here for the divisional round for the second part of the divisional games here on Sunday. You got Zach Zook to my left, you got Big Webb, you got Nick in Reno, Nevada, Nick Tolley behind the ones and twos. Gentlemen, we got another great week of NFL football, playoff football here. Another Feels good, man. Movie. Feels good. We actually had it's... a good day yesterday for once, all of us. We all hit. Usually doesn't happen time. that way. Yeah, that That's... doesn't happen. And, and Tolly's family is partying in the streets up there in Buffalo. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I think it's the first time in show history that the panel <clears throat> clean swept multiple games and was right on every single pick. I don't think that's ever happened. Does that ever? Yeah, and usually we're all against each other but, but, somehow. Because I mean, it's like impossible for all of us to go seven and zero. But <laughs> so it's a smaller sample size because it's only really the playoffs. But all of us went playoffs. two and zero, so we were a combined eight and zero on Saturday. How about that? How about that? It's kind of nice too. It's like, oh wow, we're all on a team for once. It's, yeah. You know, we always bicker at each other and yell at each other, and now we're like all together. It's like a team, and, and nobody's cranky. Everybody's got a smile and a glow this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you texted though yesterday, when we were kind of confirming all. All the picks i did have an inkling i was like hey maybe i want to switch one i said no i think i'll just hang out <laughs> yeah we uh we all hit yesterday on the uh green bay packers minus six and a half on that one beat buffalo 32 18 i'm sorry not buffalo they beat uh the rams, rams 32 to 18 buffalo then beats the ravens lamar jackson gets hurt bills get it done though and they cover the two and a half so it was a good day for the from the 50 panel uh, yesterday's game, so we'll we'll see if that continues going into Sunday. I have a feeling because I heard this on the radio last night, and I think they're right. There's always one of the two days in divisional round that's crazy. So we kind of had the public one yesterday. A lot of people <laughs> expected Buffalo and the in the Packers to win. Now you got the Browns on the Cinderella story going on. You got Drew Brees against Tom Brady. That that game's already going to be crazy, I think. So I think Sunday's going to be the more wild game out of the two days. Bring on the crazy, man. Absolutely. Well, it Bring it, it on. I hope they're Let's both go. absolutely insane. Yeah, I think they will be. And that makes it more exciting. I mean, I imagine that we'll talk about it later, but Tampa and New Orleans could be a shootout. That could be so fun. I, I mean, it's been built up. It's you, you got Drew Brees and Tom Brady, and uh, <laughs> I think Al Michaels made the joke yesterday. I don't know if you had the had the game sound on, Tolly, watching your Bills, but he made the joke that it was probably going to be sponsored by AARP because of because <laughs> <laughs> of how old the quarterbacks are. It's obviously the last time we're going to see them matched up, and uh, Tom Brady, you know, never lost to a team three times in a season. It's just going to be great great football yeah no it'll be it'll be a good one and imagine this could possibly be the last game drew Brees ever plays in the nfl yeah just let that sink in it's been a it's been wild to kind of think about that too yeah every year we look at we look at Brees and we say hey you know he's he keeps coming back and he and we i think i've been saying he's he's got a soft arm for five years i really have you Mm -hmm. know he just he just finds a way to get it done this year injured as hell still keeps coming uh Great athlete, great for that city, and uh, just a all-around good dude. Yeah, no, for sure. So we'll uh, we'll talk about that game later on. Give you our picks for the uh, Sunday matchups. But first, let's get to some other NFL news that came into the weekend. Urban Meyer officially now the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's officially signed, so it looks like the Jag wagon will have Urban Meyer at the helm. They're going to have Trevor Lawrence there as their, their franchise quarterback, pending some crazy stuff in the draft. Uh, what are your guys' initial thoughts for, for Urban Meyer to Jacksonville? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I was a little surprised. I you know saw the rumors, and I saw Jacksonville was courting him, and I, I thought it was pretty obvious that the cons wanted to get him. But 
I was a little surprised that Urban wanted to do it. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised that he came back coaching <laughs> because uh, when you believe, like when Urban says he's going to retire, that word goes about as far as I can throw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> uh, I-, I was surprised he decided to come back with Jacksonville, which I think is, you know, obviously uh, a franchise that has a his- history of, of losing, right? And so this is a guy that doesn't need to, I mean, his reputation's basically set in stone. I, I don't think if he fails in Jacksonville, anybody will really look at him any differently. His reputation can only go up, I suppose, but I just, he doesn't need the money, you know? Like, I, I don't know what the motivation is for Urban at this stage of his career with, you know, his supposed health issues. I was a little surprised that he wanted to come out of retirement to not only jump to the NFL, but go to an NFL situation, which, yeah, you got a lot of picks, and you're going to get, you know, the number one overall. You're going to get a shot at a quarterback, and Urban loves Trevor Lawrence, so obviously there were the, the allure was Trevor Lawrence, but I just kind of, I just, if it was if it was me, I just I just don't know why he wanted to come back and take the take the Jags job of all jobs in the NFL. Nick, how do you feel about uh, this whole Jacksonville thing? Oh, I mean, I, you keep flip flopping. We 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 uh, we you know after taking a year off, we we tried out Denver a little bit with True Lock. Wasn't uh, wasn't a great year with those guys. I mean, but we had to do it. You know, we had to take they get rid of our two best players, and I say our because yes, I'm recommitted to the Jag wagon and Jalen Ramsey and Leonard Fournette. But yeah, we are despite even if they don't play for them anymore. Even if they only win five games, that's what I said. They traded him away, traded him and Fournette away. Oh, it's getting spicy already here on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hence the reason I jumped off the Jag wagon is because they. They oh, okay. So, so they get rather good players in Nick Lee. He's, he's <laughs> classic fan. Yeah, you know, but now you know now that we have a uh, a new head coach and uh, getting the first we. overall pick and eighty million in cap space. Even if we only win five games the next three years, we are one hundred ten percent committed to Jagwagon. So even when they're losing and getting their ass kicked and going zero and sixteen next year, I will stand by them. I, I appreciate and respect the commitment. I really do. I don't. Why not? Mainly because, you know, I give Tolly shit, but the guy's from Buffalo. So he was a Patriots fan. Now he goes to Buffalo. I, but... I don't care. Yeah, but I was a Jaguars <laughs> fan. I was a secret Bills fan. For... I was a Jaguars secret fan. He's closeted the day Bills fan. They yeah. left, the day St. Louis left, I just took this year off. So I, I was I just recommitting, you know? It's like a breakup that you've been dating for four years. You go out, you try try something new, date around a little bit, and then uh, eventually you're like, oh, it's the love of your life. So you get married. See, so we, we, Urban, we we tested Urban's out Denver with the with the with Drew Locke, and that sure didn't work out this year. So now tested boom. out, and as in they weren't good, so you bailed. So what I get out of that is is uh, Nick's dating Drew Locke. That's, yeah, that's what I got. Dating the, dating the Broncos offense. <laughs> Urban's been quick to win, but also quick to quit. What do you think happens first? They win a Super Bowl, or he quits? He quits for sure. <laughs> he, he's only going to go in there and, and get the pieces to get things started. Like I said in a text earlier this week, this situation is either boom or bust. Either it goes exceptionally well or it's a complete catastrophe. But with Trevor Lawrence coming or Justin Fields, whoever the quarterback's going to be next year, not going to be Gardner Minshew. I'm going to have to get some like tape and take my Minshew jersey and put like Lawrence over it and, uh, you know, like they used to do, or take some duct tape and put, put that over. But, um, yeah, I mean, they got they got some good pieces on both sides of the ball. Certainly they got rid of all their best pieces on both sides of the ball, but that gives them a lot of cap space. And Jacksonville, all bite, maybe not going to win next year. Still a nice, nice place to play. You're still down, down playing in Florida. But I don't know why Urban Meyer would take this job over the Chargers job. That is the, the, the question. Maybe because he has a little bit more Money. flexibility. But if he's trying to win, 
why would you not go to Los Angeles and take that job if it was available? I don't know. Maybe it could have been a money thing. Maybe Shad promised him more cash. And at the end of the day, if he really did want to leave his cush job in Fox at Fox Sports or wherever he's at, it, it, it really wouldn't – you wouldn't think it would be about a money thing. But I don't know. To me, it, it seems kind of interesting that he takes the Jaguars job over the Chargers job. But maybe it just means he has more control. It must be nice to be, you know, an NFL coach. And you can decide whether to take – the media job or the head coaching job in the NFL. Like where people like me, Nick and Zook all go to school for it. And we still have to fight with NFL <laughs> coaches, but nah, you know what? I'm bored with this. I'm going to go back to coaching. Well, good for you. I, I would kill for the Fox sports job. You <laughs> motherfucker. Congratulations. <laughs> the, well, TJ, they can offer a lot more analysis into the game than we can. And no, so yeah, I play flag football in high school. I played JV. Like what, who else would have better analysis than me? <laughs> and, and, and this is, this is interesting because urban Meyer is a college coach uh, through and through at Ohio state in Florida. So first time coming to the NFL, we've seen this project happen before with Nick Saban, where with the dolphins, where it didn't really work out. And some guys are just better as college coaches. Some guys are just better as NFL coaches. And so that's what's going to be really interesting is can Urban Meyer make that transition and can he get that locker room to get behind him? Go ahead. This this hire though, and it's we've seen it here in St. Louis in coaching transitions when you got a shit football team and you're trying to make something of it, you got to sell tickets, right? So they yeah. they, they sign Urban Meyer. That's sexy. That sells tickets. But you got to give these guys some some players. You got to give them some beef on the lines, man, in the trenches, and get these Fournette type people back. You know, you got to get them. You, you got to give them some recipe to to, to cook the meal. And uh, Urban Meyer's a great start, but you're right. He's going to have a shit record next year until they get shit going. Nick mentioned that you know how do these college coaches translate to the NFL and Tali. Uh, found found the, an article that ha- had a whole rundown of this about the former the current coaches some current some former that came from college and how they're doing currently. Matt Rule from Baylor to the Panthers currently five and eleven since he's gone to the NFL. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury thirteen eighteen and one. Bill O'Brien fifty two and forty eight. Chip Kelly twenty six and twenty one. Doug Marone fifteen and seventeen. And then it gets really bad. Greg Schiano, eleven and twenty-one. We'll skip Harbaugh. Harbaugh is the one that worked out. Forty-four, nineteen and one. Took him to the Super Bowl uh, with the Niners. Bobby Petrino, three and ten. Nick Saban, fifteen and seventeen. Steve Spurrier, twelve and twenty. And Butch Davis, twenty-four and thirty-five. So you look at that. Some success, a little bit, but but not a lot. You know, you don't look at them saying they're they're Super Bowl contending coaches you know what i mean it's it's kind of uh the sexy name at the time but you know saban probably arguably the best college coach of all time now couldn't do shit in the nfl it just it's a different game you know so we'll the, see. the big difference i think in that is payroll i mean you got guys in the nfl making more than the coaches they don't have the respect like you do of a college kid you don't have the work ethic you do of a college kid those kids out there are playing to play football the pros we've talked all year about the bullshit they do it's all about money in the NFL, and the coach doesn't get the respect. So these guys that are highly, highly respected at the college level are not respected at the pro level. For sure. For sure. Your thoughts are welcome. 314-877-8597. Before we move on to any more storylines, I think the main one, if anybody hasn't noticed, Nick shaved his beard and his mustache for the first hey. time in is it three years. I didn't, I didn't even notice. Yeah, like three years, I think, since like 2018 probably. That's crazy. So we, we have a little uh, inside edition oh, wow. for you from From the 50. From the bathroom of Nick Yale in Reno, him shaving right. his beard. Take a look. And I think, don't think I've used it at all. Ah, here we go. 
Not nice slow-mo. <laughs> There's a certain point where he decides, oh, I might just do it. Dude, the stash looks pretty good. This is stash. I'm a fan. First time I've used shaving cream, I'm like... Play a little bit there. Play a little bit, yep. Play a Mustache. Shaved for the first time in three years. Was that yeah, like an hour be, clip? Look better with a beard. That, that was like, like Alright, gents. There it is. Cleanly yeah, shaven. Yeah. Punishment up in the ante. Do the ice bath a different time. Don't have enough ice, but uh, there you go. Let's win some football games today. There you go. That's Nick uh, with a brand new face. It's like, yeah. it's just odd. It's just, I kind of well, like jumped tell when you I what. saw it. We're we're done pussyfooting around here with these with these punishments. <laughs> I'm setting the standard for next year that um, we're really get, we're really up in the ante because you know uh, eating jelly beans and and hanging signs in your yard is cute and all, but uh, uh, I, I take this shit seriously when I lose, <laughs> and I still have uh, a, a couple left. I, I think we might be able to count that one for two. I don't know. It seems a little a little excessive for me, but uh, I thought I, we were I, fucking I, around. I, yeah, I, 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 eyebrows. I, I still plan on doing an ice bath too at some point. I didn't have the enough ice to <laughs> make it nice and cold. Uh, I just had a little ice. So I need to go to like Seven Eleven get the get like the jumbo bags for the ice bath. But we will have a video of that hopefully by by Super Bowl. We'll, we'll plan on getting that out there too. Yeah, I, I think that's the hardest thing is we got busy and and this year we we always Christmas try to step pain, it up a little bit. Thanksgiving, a lot of stuff. Just kind of holidays always slow things down a little bit yeah it, and we wanted to make sure we get one every week but hopefully by by next i, I will say we'll definitely have better punishments by the, the start of next year and have a lot of, of a whole list of things so we're not just sitting there going oh yeah you can eat a jelly bean or you can go do 10 push-ups or some bullshit i don't know but it's you know it was the first year of punishments it was something different so uh, i appreciate nick up in the ante a little bit yeah yeah so i think there i think the sky's the limit with those yeah, I, we I, can... I think we've been punished enough you know there's, there's been some <laughs> Some guys going out of bounds, going down to the knee. I, I've been punished all year. <laughs> yeah, maybe if I, uh, maybe if I had been losing more, I, I would have been more against, you know, all the, all the punishments. But since I had such a great stretch to start the year and just am on an absolute fucking heater the past two weeks, <laughs> fourteen and two so far, it, uh, I'm, I was, I was willing to up the ante a little bit. Hey, I got, I got Nick's next punishment. Just have somebody else pat him on the back instead of him patting himself. Yeah, that's back. honestly that that's usually it's just, usually get somebody how it out works. on the street to pat you on the back. Just anybody to to compliment him instead of himself. I can't I mean, believe maybe that. you guys yeah. can buy me a massage. I mean, it, my back's getting a little, it's hurting a little bit from carrying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I know, I know, Bubba weeks. the Rub Sponge out there. He's a three hundred fifty pound guy with. Bad breath. Let's get him. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and take a look at the standings uh, after the wild card weekend. Not a good day for for uh, for me. Not a great week. I go one and six, fifty two, seventy three, and one. Big everything Web goes three. What'd you say? Said everything is right in the world. <laughs> Big Web three and four, fifty six, sixty seven, and three. Nick uh, gets the crown again, five and two. He's sixty three, sixty two, and one. Zook still has a decent lead over him. And Zook's still at the top right now, two and five last week, 66, 58, and hey, two. We, so we closed that gap, though. We closed that gap. We officially secured at least no worse than second place this year. So I'm I'm happy with that. And uh and yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's just good to be back on top where I belong after Save that. wretched, wretched month of December and January. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was. It's You always have the end of the year span where you just kind of tank at the end of the regular season. So you know next year and future years, every time we get to about week 13, Nick's useless through week 17. And then eh, he probably figures it out during the playoffs a little bit. Yeah, playoffs, so. Playoffs. you know, I, I sat down. I was crunching numbers like all week long, doing the homework, making phone calls, checking weather reports, getting my sources on the ground, seeing who's in, who's out, um, and putting in a little, you know, a little – Little helpful bits and pieces along the uh, during the games, you know, on the sideline. Had, Did you uh, say week thirteen to seventeen? Yeah, just about. Uh, that's what. So it was. that's no shave November. I, I think it's the beard. You, th- you think it's the beard? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Nick shaves, and then you think he's going to go undefeated? Now I mean, he's been. What time yesterday did you shave? I shaved after the Packers game. So I so get, get this right. So so we all had the Packers game, but I also had a teaser, a six point teaser that went with the Bills game, because uh, you know wasn't really sure. Right, if Ravens were going to have a shot or not, they so I teased the the Bills game, uh, to, so Bills to three and a half, Packers to a half, and then I took the under fifty one and a half, and so they were scoring quite a bit there at the end. Uh, Rogers gets the ball back, they go down, they're about to score, they get that last first down, and I was like, okay, they kick the field goal, it goes fourth down, and then you know kick the ball back, but there wasn't enough time because they're up two touchdowns. Thank goodness Matt LaFleur, my Lord and Savior Saint, decides to just kneel the ball out four times and give the ball back to the Rams. And they the under 51 and a half hit. So it, it finished it right at 50. It was like, I think the score was what, like 20? I, I forget what it was. It equaled 50, though. Uh, I, you know, I bought that thing. Is what it was. I, like you, Nick, I bought that thing up to 52 and a half. You bought it up to 51 and a half. I think the real number was 45 and a half. Mm-hmm. So after the after the normal over under betters played that forty five, Matt Lafleur said, "You know what? I'm not going to fuck the guys that are smart enough. Yes. to buy this game up. I'm not going to fuck the better. Hey, Aaron, go down to a knee. Let's give Weber and Yale a victory one time on kneeling down. Thank you very much. You think much. that's what he told Aaron Rodgers on the sideline? I, 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 I got the audio from the game. First time they've been back to the NFC Championship in quite some time, and that's what he tells him. That's Go ahead and told, take a knee so you can we already help got some the game. show in, in St. Louis, Missouri watch, win a fucking bet. If you watch the, the replay. Would, would Matt LaFleur be welcome in the don't Big Web Football League? Uh, he's all over he's the place. In it now. He, he's my hero. Cliff well, Kingsbury well, is well, not. but uh, well, if you Go back to the game tape at all and check it out. Aaron Rodgers, right before he kneels, Looks up at the clock and the score, smiles. That was to me and Big Web, and then right. kneels the ball. Like That's he knew because right. you guys are such good doing. friends. You we talk are. to him on a weekly thank, basis. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks for tuning in. So this Aaron gave you a little wink and goes, "I got you, boys. Don't worry." Thank you. Well, we That's this awesome. little competition going on in the Book It Sports uh, League and the, on the over on the Book It Sports app, which you can download on the Apple App Store, Google Play. New updates out now. Uh, they. Trent gave us each $100 to see how much we could turn it into. And before the weekend, I was sitting right in fourth place, boys. After last night's teaser and parlay cashed, we are now top of the leaderboard. Wow, wow, wow. Nice, nice. Got to keep it going. Trent also has a parlay, a two-way money line parlay, six grand to win nine grand and change on Packers ML. God, to collect nine grand and change. I saw it. I saw That the scares part. the shit out of me just, Web, just even thinking about that. I know Big Web's got a big one that, that he'll talk about later, but uh, those guys might be going a little head-to-head today. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna that, that's going to be good. At the end of the show, Big Web's got one that uh, Trent might not be happy about. So there could be good content today. There will be good content today on the Book at Sports app between Dad and, and Trent. So that'll be 
That'll yeah. be fun. Um, talk about yesterday's game. So let's, let's break down the Packers a little bit more. 32-18 over the Rams. You know, the story was how Rodgers will, will do against their defense. It's the number one offense against the number one defense. Rams had really dominated against Seattle all season long, so you weren't really sure what they'd bring against Green Bay. Uh, Packers held them pretty good. I mean, they, they moved the ball enough. They got in the end zone a lot in the second quarter, took a decent lead, and it seemed like to me the Rams just didn't have enough firepower on offense. You know, they, they try to control the clock with Akers and get him going a little bit. Um, Green Bay's run defense figured it out. The first few plays were a little worrisome that he got six yards of carry, I believe, and then all of a sudden they just kind of figured it out. And Goff was just getting blitzed all day. They couldn't stop anybody. And it got to a point where the Packers were just going to score way too much to keep up with if you're the Rams. So um, what are your boys' thoughts on it? I thought right when Cooper Cup was out that their offense would struggle a little bit more. Uh, Goff looked okay in the first quarter, then kind of tailed off a little bit. But the real story was the fact that Rodgers and that offense showed that they can beat anybody, including the number one defense, uh, pretty much all down the field. Yeah, I'll tell you, the uh, that football game, it was to me it was all about – how how is uh, Green Bay going to do against the Rams defense? I mean, that was to me was going to be the ball game because I they're basically outmatched offensively. The Rams trying to move the ball down the field versus Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is going to win that battle, right? But uh, how is Aaron going to do against against the Rams D? Rams D he just kept getting digging digging, and it was a flow right from the start of the game where he's getting first down after first down, and it's just very methodical and very smooth. And you were comfortable after like not two drives because I think they stalled on the second drive, but the third drive is like, okay, they got to flow. These guys are going to move the football today. So it was, it was fairly fairly comfortable there. So, I, you know, Green Bay was impressive yesterday, very impressive against, against a really good D. Yeah, I, I, mean, I thought the, the offense pretty much – took the number one defense in the NFL to task and had their way with them for most of the most of the afternoon. I was really impressed with the way Green Bay was able to run the football. Um, it felt like Aaron didn't have to have a ton of offensive pressure on him because of the way that they were running the football. And I know Aaron Donald wasn't healthy, and he's still the best defensive player in the NFL, in my opinion. But it was, like, as a Packers fan, pretty awesome to watch, like, Elgton Dan Jenkins just kick his ass. Mm -hmm. And the interior of the Packers offensive line just moved them off the football. It was awesome. So uh, the offense was, was fantastic. I think that the game would have been even more out of hand had Alan Lazard caught the first, oh, you know, yeah. bomb that he mm -hmm. dropped. Uh, that allowed the Rams, actually, to get back into it. They kind of had a little surge there in the third quarter, started to get a couple of stops. Um I, I it, it was just like the the billing. All I heard all week was the the Rams defense and Jalen Ramsey and and, De, and Devontae Adams and how low his pass rating was when targeted this year and how little success everyone had had against Jalen Ramsey and Devontae Adams put him in the fucking meat grinder and the Packers offensive line just drove Aaron Donald off the ball. It was awesome. The one worry I have is the Packers defense was terrible mm -hmm. outside the pass rush. The outside the pass rush and Jair Alexander, the Packers defense is very, very bad. And it's, it's. I think we'll see after today, I think it's probably going to be the worst unit left mm -hmm. of, the, of the four teams. Um, but 
the, the, the key for the Packers to have success is because the pass rush is good, you can cover up some warts. And Rashawn Gary had a career-high seven pressures yesterday. Zadarius Smith had seven pressures yesterday. If they can get pressure on the quarterback, it alleviates some of that. But the problem is you have to force people into passing situations. Once they get the teams into passing situations, I really don't think the defense is that bad. The problem is... They give up like five, six yards of carry on mm-hmm. first down consistently. Mm-hmm. And that's what worries me going into NFC Championship weekend. But the the team they're going to face, either the Saints or the Bucks, the Bucks particularly, like their rushing attack doesn't worry me that much. Saints rushing attack worries me a little bit more, but they still like to throw the ball to Kamara as much as they like to run it. So uh, that's the one worry for the Packers for me. But I, I thought the Rams are a really good football team, good effort. I thought that Jared Goff showed a lot of toughness in the cold. I mean, a pretty mild day by Green Bay standards, but I felt like he shook a little bit of that narrative of not being able to play in the cold. I don't know what you guys thought, but I thought, no, he, yeah, I, for sure. I thought he did okay. Yeah, they, they said it was what, like like low 40s or something that it was pretty clear. There was a little bit of flurries yeah, going on flurries. at one point. It got I, a little I, bit colder. I think, it, but. I think it was 30s, which like in Green Bay, and I went to school in Menominee, Wisconsin, which is like same longitude line as Green Bay, and it's just opposite side of the state. And I remember... I mean, this wasn't even January, but, like, I remember, like, November, December, if it got above, I don't know, 20 degrees, like, it was pretty, That was a good day. Pretty You guys warm. were out like, there in the, in the to, short sleeves and hanging out. You didn't out, even yeah. need a coat. Like, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the time, it's negative, and it's, like, 10 degrees, so uh, for, for it to be 30 in Green Bay in January, like, that is, that's about as good as it gets. Like, next week, it's going to be a lot colder. I get what you mean, sort of, because in St. Louis, every once in a while, it gets to that point where it's so cold for, like, three weeks in a row, like, in the teens. And then you get to like 32, like, holy shit, this feels great out here. But that's another level. I mean, Wisconsin's another level as far as cold. You do get used to it. Like, it's it, it sucks at first, but you really do get used to it. And I think that's why it's so tough for these teams to come in there and play. Because if you're not used to it, you cannot prepare for it. Like, I, I distinctly remember going home for, like, Thanksgiving break, like my freshman year of college, and wearing, like, a light jacket outside when it was, like, 35 degrees. And everybody else was freezing their nuts off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it is beautiful out. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, like and it, it feels great. Yeah, and that I think that's that's what the Packers wanted too. They're like, I'll oh, bring these LA boys in here, and we're gonna have our weather and yeah. our fans and a little yeah. snow falling. It's the perfect scenario. Now I will say too, I think it's gonna be a good matchup. Whoever the NFC Championship opponent is for them, whether it's the Saints or the Bucks, I think there there's three great teams left in the NFC. The fact that the Packers have home field advantage, you can huge. just tell Aaron can win anywhere. He's that good. But he has this extra little spark. You know, he's he's pumping up the fans at the end of the game, and he's giving them a smile while he runs out. They're chanting MVP. I don't care how cool and calm, cool, and collective you act like. When you have fans doing that, you got an extra spark. Like, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna light it up today. Well, they were that, finally able to put some fans in the stands, too, so I think that, that's a that great was, point. That was the difference maker between both these games was, was in Buffalo and in in Green Bay was the fans. Because not to get to the next game yet, but even in Buffalo – like the fans were rocking and there was a series where they had like three false starts and were backed up in their end zone because it was so loud in Buffalo. And they like looked down to the, the guys on um, at one point, one of the Ravens offensive linemen. And he's like, I can't hear. And, and it was just, I mean, they were slamming the seats and I mean, they said they had oh, yeah. 6,700 in there in Buffalo. And so this time like 67,000. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It was insane. They said the same thing about Lambo is that they were like taking these defense signs and hitting them against the the bleachers, and was making sound that was like it's someone sound uh, the the play by play guy said it sounded like a train was coming down the tracks. It was so loud. 
So that's it was awesome. Like that shit is so cool. Bills Mafia and the Packers, two of the best fan bases in the National Football oh, yeah. League, and you get a chance to have home field advantage to to you know take advantage of that. I think it's gonna be really hard for the Bucks or the Saints to beat the Packers in Lambeau. They're just they're on a roll. They show that they can beat a great defense, and and honestly, they played a little good run defense at one point too. They shut down Acres for a quarter there. He got out of there eventually. But it was the the pressure they put on. So the, it, it's the Packers better. are dangerous, like, man. It, it's still bad, but it's not embarrassingly bad anymore. Yeah. Like they can they can get stops at times running the football and force you to pass, which is I think really all you need to do. Like especially if you're the Packers and you have you know I think in my opinion the best offense in football. Maybe you could argue the Chiefs best offense in the NFC. We'll just say that. But I I, I you need to just force people into field goals and force people to to make mistakes or make them make the play you know mm-hmm. like don't give up anything deep so i i, I think th- i think they're coming on at the right time I, I do too and i think that that team is set up where you know someone said it perfectly yesterday they're finally playing like a number one seed they're playing the way a number one seed should play in the playoffs they it's been one game well we'll say that it's been one game jared goff off thumb surgery no cooper cup but that defense was healthy. That defense was set up, and they still scored 32 points on them. So I was pretty excited about what the Packers did. They're they're going to be dangerous. I think I think Zook's spot on about their opponent, though. I think Tampa is going to be a much easier opponent than, than uh, New Orleans would be just because of the run game, just exactly what you said. Yeah, well, and you saw what Tampa did to Green Bay in the regular season, though. I mean, anything – and again, this is weeks ago, but, I mean, Rodgers got pummeled by that defense. But that was in Tampa, wasn't it? It was yeah, in it was Tampa. They got up 14 nothing, then Rodgers threw the pick six, yeah, and, yeah, that yeah. Kinda, and then it, things kind of unraveled from there. I, I, I do – like, I like Tampa for – as a Packers fan, like, you want to see Tampa from the fact that they don't really have a good run game, and I think that Sean Payton's an infinitely better coach than Bruce Arians. But you don't want to see Tampa because if there's anybody that could play in the cold it's at Tom Lambeau, Brady. it's Tom Brady, yeah. man. So yeah, like, that's true. I don't know if I want to see Tom Brady in an NFC championship. Uh, let's move on to the other game. So the Bills take down the Ravens 17-3 to in an extremely boring first half. Um, I think very worrisome for our boy Nick Talley over there because we were watching that game, <laughs> and all I kept saying was, how great are the Bills? Is the Bills' defense playing against Lamar? But how shitty is their offense right now? Is this is scary? Like they're playing so good against against the Ravens' offense, they should be winning this game by two touchdowns. And the Bills just they weren't moving the ball well. And you can give some props to Baltimore's defense, but Buffalo looks sloppy. They look very sloppy. Um, and I know I'm looking forward a little bit. We'll talk about this game, but. If the Bills play like that against the Chiefs or the Browns, probably no. I'm sorry, probably the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. They're they're, they're going to get wrecked. So That's what I, happens when you call one run play in the first half and 30 pass plays? Yeah, well, you make Josh Allen do all your work, and then the wind, the the stuff. wind factor. Did does anybody know how quick that wind was from left to right? It was insane, wasn't it? it, it yeah, was, they it kept seven, trying to say that it was only like 10 miles an hour, it but it's blowing miles off the flagpoles. 17. But the problem was is that it would come and go. So. They couldn't game plan for it because, like, it would be wind gusts coming in, but it wasn't consistent the whole time. And so that's why uh, McDermott said at halftime that they were, well, that they were having trouble throwing the ball. Um, which I, which I don't know why they just didn't run the ball more. Because once they started running the ball in the second half, it opened it up a little bit for for Josh Allen to to make those check down throws. But yeah, when the kickers had absolutely oh, no shot, Nick's favorite at, people. No I was waiting shot. for that angle to come in. Uh, well, but shit. I mean, I mean, that was that was basically the football game right there in the first half. Was uh, Justin Tucker, Justin Tucker, the lockiest lock in the of kickers <laughs> in the league behind Mason or besides Mason Crosby, and he misses two, 
two, and then Bass missed, I think, two, two doinks. Well. Two. All momentum. Two momentum kills. Momentum doinks. kills on both I, of them. I, I will forever stand by doinks are worse for a kicker's psyche than if he misses it 30 oh, feet right. for sure. Like, if you doink it, it's just like, it, it just sends you oh, into a tailspin. Because you know what Twitter's mentally. doing. Twitter's just attacking you, saying, doink, oh, look at that doink. It's oh, ever since Cody Parkey, the, the double doink. Yeah, that, that reverb is just playing in your mind. You hear that? Yeah, <laughs> the reverb. Oh man, <laughs> that that field mic they have too. It's just like wah, 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 like reverbs. Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, uh, uh, one last thing on the wind. I thought it was so hilarious. Did you see at the end of the game where like Michelle Tafoya is reporting? She's like, "Well, the wind like it's dying down now. It's not too bad now." And then you just have a shot of the flags like, like that was when they speed ahead. That was when they came back from halftime. They were literally starting the second half. She's like, "Yeah, it's not too bad down here now. There's not much wind in the." And Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth are just laughing. So that's the thing. It played into a factor in the passing game though too. You saw Josh Allen missed i think it was john brown or Diggs on a long pass that he usually he hits both and it was white right to the right because of that win factor and then huntley too had marquise brown wide open oh he would have gone God. in the end zone i mean by 10 what seven to ten yards and totally missed him so you Trey wonder white if looked like a fool on that double he move. did it was bad you know you wonder if that's all the wind or if it's just the backup quarterback the wind was whipping though that sucked he was he would have been gone easily. there was a hot so. second there i thought huntley was going to bring him back and win that freaking game like there was there when they were driving on that last drive and they nearly got it into the end zone i was like oh shit especially if he had hit marquise brown i'd have been like fuck here we go because we still yeah. had we all had six and a half or, or no not in that game we had we had three and a half so we we're still okay but two and a half i had two and a half yeah i had three so I was, that's why it seemed like a, a, a steal you know under a field goal in that game I was like, if that on, game would have yeah. gotten any closer that raven center would have shit himself and not been able to make a comeback yeah. that guy was so bad at snapping the ball yeah he was three, he was four bad snap, one that cost lamar to be kicked out of the game mm-hmm. yeah. what was his injury snap. do we know i don't know well, he was in concussion yeah. protocol yeah. it was a concussion okay concussion, yeah he got lit Which, up a couple times it, they showed the replay his head bounced off that turf that that his head bounced off that turf and like it on camera, it doesn't look like that bad of a play, but that that puts him in the concussion protocol like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you got to send in your backup, and you're only down by two touchdowns. Like, we kind of, everybody sort of knew that was the that was the end because the Bills were finally going after that pick six and everything, and you're sitting there like, there's no way they come back, but I'm sitting there going, there's only, there's still like 10 minutes left, and there's only two touchdowns between these two. Like, you never know. And then he misses that Marquise Brown pass. I'm like, that's it. That's the game. They had their chances. One of the other plays that I think was kind of underrated was right out of halftime when the Ravens kicked it off. They actually had a really good kickoff kind of to like the three-yard line. It was bouncing around, and Andre Roberts kind of had to pick it up weird, but they blocked it well, and he ended up returning it to like the 35-yard line to set them up for a great drive because yeah. that could have easily been like you start at the 10 or 15 and have to go that much farther. Yeah, it's that game was. I expected Buffalo to dominate after I saw that with the way the Ravens came out, the way they were dominating them a little bit. The first three plays though were like three ten yard rushes, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, there he Baltimore's going to run all over yeah. them. And then they finally figured it out, but uh, that was a little scary at the beginning. So I mean, the questions are going to keep uh, coming at Lamar. Is he a big time quarterback? Will he ever win a Super Bowl? I just think he's running into a buzzsaw of a year. There's just so many good teams out there. And, and Buffalo is probably the hottest team in the NFL still. They finally looked like 
the Buffalo Bills at the beginning of the season where they're good, but they have some some issues. But at the end of the year into the, the wild card weekend, they were in, insane. They were impossible to beat. They looked beatable yesterday. They looked beatable, unfortunately. So um, that's going to be the story is, you know, if the Browns do win today, Buffalo does have a home field advantage in the AFC Championship. But if the Chiefs win, you're going to Arrowhead against uh, the best offense in the NFL. So I, I, I know, Dad, we'll talk about this in a minute. I know you want the Browns, but I... I so badly want to see Chiefs and Bills. So bad. The the Battle of Lake of Erie do. could be fun. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I just as an aside, last night, so so one brother-in-law is from Baltimore. The other brother-in-law is from Buffalo. So we had a little get-together last night. We're hanging out, and all of a sudden the doorbell rings. There's an order of chicken wings. Because <laughs> <laughs> my the other brother-in-law is in Florida. I don't know how many crab cakes went that way. But anyway, halftime, the doorbell rings again. It's another order buffalo wings. comes from another place. So it's going on, man. A little bit more expensive if he's sending crab out to him. Yeah, I it's guess like, so, Honestly, yeah. he's like, yeah, keep sending it. Let's got go. It. They, they got a bet. The, the brother-in-law in Florida says, okay. And they said, well, it's going to be breakfast because he always says, I'm buying breakfast. He always buys down there the other brother-in-law says okay i'm buying if, if we win and he goes all right we're going to the vinoy that is the biggest hotel down there <laughs> <laughs> buying expensive breakfast i'm getting doubles that double eggs benny in that one that'll be fun That's it. so Don't let's take a look eggs. we actually had somebody inside of bill stadium yesterday that uh it was i think related to tolly that yeah. gave us a little inside look at those last final seconds of uh of the bill's victory let's take a look at it shout out to nick and the 50 line gang was he in the end zone, Tommy, with the uh, false starts? Uh, I'm not sure. I know they're right on the Bills' entrance, Tommy. That would have wanted to be a much beer was consumed in Buffalo last night? Oh my God! All of the Labatt. <laughs> so cool, man. I mean, they again. What was it? 19, 90, 1996. They've been waiting for this. 1995. Uh, they haven't been this round since like 1994. Yeah. Ah! This is where they officially clinched it, right? Yep. This is the last. Banging those. <laughs> what what is happening? What did we say the temperature was in Buffalo yesterday? Uh, it was like low to mid 30s, I think. Yeah, that's awesome. I saw shirtless dudes on the Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. So cool, man. It sounds, it does, it sounds like a full stadium. They keep them all in the lower. Let's go! That's what it looked like. Some people up top, but it looks Game like they put people in that lower bowl. Good stuff. Good stuff from Buffalo. Awesome. Well, appreciate you sending that in. If uh, there's any Chiefs fans out there, Browns fans, we'd love to have the them. The 50 uh, Line Gang. The 50 Line Gang. That might have to be the new show name. We'll, we'll change it. We do it every year anyway. The 50 Line Gang could be the new name. That's just a, that's just an inside joke from now on. 50 Line Gang. <laughs> Oh, 50 man. Line Gang swept the picks yesterday. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> table win, baby. Table, table win. win. They love to see win. it. Let's find out if we, have, if we have a table win possibility today. We're going to go through the picks here 
in a second. Somehow I think no. You don't think so? I can't imagine us getting along two days in a row. Yeah, usually it doesn't work <laughs> out that way. There's always something that, that pops up, but uh, I don't know. I feel like we're going to be split, but I'm curious to see where Dad goes on this because he's got an interesting little wager he's got at the end of this one. So uh, let's go ahead and start out, boys. Let's start out with uh, the first game. I will get the music here in a second, I promise you. Thank you. Um, Look, let's go ahead. Strike. He won't do not have the music. He refuses <laughs> to do his next. <laughs> uh, we got the Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are minus nine and a half, so that hook has now gone the opposite way. I believe, Tolly, that right now the public's on the Browns. Is that right? Um, they were this morning, but only by like two percent. Wow! There you go. What do you think? It's 50- I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, okay. The, the public, being a dick to the TJ public bet is that fifty-three percent of them are on Cleveland. Yeah, you know, wow. nine, with nine and a half, like this, this was it's been back and forth for me all week. I don't feel good about this number either way. I think you got to either tease it down if you like the Chiefs or tease it up if you like the Browns. But with the opposite hook in there, nine and a half, I tell you what, I gotta, I gotta go with the Chiefs on this one. I think that Cleveland could keep it close, and if it was ten and a half, I, I tell you, I'd go with the Browns. But I think it's possible that the Chiefs can win this thing going away. Uh, Andy Reid off a bye is always very very good and I people make the comparisons last year to the 24 nothing uh, Texans lead and if that happens again they'll be dead in the water and they haven't blown out an opponent since the Jets but I, I just got to tell you guys I think that they got a little bored second half of the season with the one seed locked up and how talented they are 14 and 2 but the last week they were resting guys I think this football team is just too much offensively and I think that they're going to get the Browns pro- probably cover that nine and a half I'm, I'm kind of betting you know with against the public here like I feel like the majority of people like the the smart play or like the conventional play is the Browns so I'm just gonna kind of fade that and go with the Chiefs boys I tell you what uh last week against Pittsburgh Cleveland yeah they got a lot of gifts it was Christmas for them I mean they got a lot of turnovers they first freaking play of the game they got a snap that went over to Pittsburgh quarterback's head get him a touchdown right away but uh you know they played solid football and kept that lead humming most of that first half yeah they let they let Pittsburgh back in the game a little bit towards the end but man when you look at how they can move the football on the ground and if Baker can get a little bit of time which Kansas City defense should be able to give him some time he's going to get a little bit of a passing game going I think he's going to have plenty to cover this football game I think it's going to be I mean, it's time I made my bets. It was 10 and a half. Uh, we, we got some things plus 17 and a half with, with Cleveland, and I'm feeling really comfortable about those. Uh, we got a whopper bet today where we went ahead and took Cleveland in a four-way money line parlay. <laughs> so if you guys were listening yesterday to Big Web's video, you got a little taste of what we got in front of us today. 200 pays 5,600 of the Cleveland Browns to You'll get love it to done see it, baby. and win this football Woo! game outright. Go big or go home. But we do, we do have a hedge. It's already in place. We got Cleveland plus 17 and a half in, in a hedge that's all set, ready to go. Uh, we might take a little ride this morning and hedge <laughs> Kansas City minus two and a half as another hedge. We don't know. We're doing a little math on it still. But uh, give me the Cleveland Browns in this football game, not only to cover the nine and a half, but to win the football game. Imagine being so confident in yourself and telling everybody, let's go Browns money line. 
But I'm gonna drive over and do a little head <laughs> probably. Yeah, just yeah, to be why, why not? Why not? Big Web's got his math guys working it out now. He's got his, his <laughs> analytics department uh, <laughs> hey, figuring out what bet hey, you know, should go for two. Should he go for two? Yeah, forty six hundred is a nice chunk of money too. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you want to guarantee a win, you know. Absolutely. Well, it's uh, it's gonna be an interesting game for sure. I, I think a lot of people are are on the Browns on the Browns money line, and it's hard to bet against bet against Patty Mahomes. But I, so I'm just betting the number here at nine and a half. I've already betted at ten, uh, and I might again. I'll probably tease do a teaser either with the Chiefs or the Browns. Uh, tease the Chiefs down. Tease that number for the Chiefs down a little bit, and hopefully middle somewhere in between like a seven a chiefs uh win by seven but uh we gotta we gotta stick with the browns at that number although i'm picking the chiefs on the money line to win this game because if chiefs money line hits trent cash is 9k and we're going to vegas for the super bowl all right wow well uh you know i've thought about this i've gone back and forth i looked at kansas city's uh, final, I believe, final six games of the uh, regular season, not counting Week 17 when Mahomes didn't play. All very close yep. at the end of it. Very close. Haven't covered a spread, I don't believe, since the Jets game. Yes. Been a bit, yeah. yeah. They beat the Raiders by four, beat the Bucks by three, beat the Broncos by six, Dolphins by six, Saints by three, Falcons by three. I mean, these, this fucking team, <laughs> they're really good. But they they keep the game close. But I don't give a shit. It's the playoffs, and we're taking Mahomes minus nine and a half. They're gonna get the brownies done today. They're gonna go home. Baker's not gonna be able to do it. A little prop for you. I think it's Baker under two hundred and sixty-five yards passing. Oh, that's a lock. Are you I, for I, real? I, I think it's two sixty-five. I got to make sure that's right. Uh, any any under? Take the under on Baker Mayfield passing yards. He's gonna be under two hundred today. And Patty Mahomes over. I believe it's three hundred and thirty yards passing today do that a uh, little player prop parlay for you should be a lot of fun but i'm gonna take kansas city i think they'll get it done today something about that line stinks something me, about that nine and a half if it's ten it and stinks. a half i think about it but that hook going our way give me the chiefs in this one at home and baker's not gonna be able to, to handle it today interesting that's what i think interesting <laughs> all right so we go to, to the uh last one of the day the bucks against the saints we are doing a lock here by the way so make sure okay. you get your lock ready of the two games. <laughs> lot to pick from. I will lock uh, Michigan against Bay. Minnesota. 53% on Tampa? <laughs> yes. Wow. With the spread or money line? Spread. Money line, 59% on New Orleans. Interesting. Okay. We have uh, Bucks. It is now down to two and a half. So the Bucks are getting two and a half points. Oh, my That's God. That's huge for the Saints. Fuck me. That sucks. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Bucks at Saints. Saints minus two and a half, Zook. This is tough with that. That's that hook sucks. Can, you, can I pick last? Sure. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That's the last time I'm going to give my picks out to the general public. It makes the goddamn line move and fuck us. <laughs> <laughs> I like Tampa in this football game. You know, I'm not a New Orleans fan. Never been a New Orleans fan. But I'm, I respect what they do and, and what their coach does and what their quarterback has done. But uh, it's the playoffs. You got to give me Tom Brady here. I got this football game all over three and a half, plus three and a half. I don't know what the hell's going on this morning. <laughs> we'll do what we need to do to make that go where we want it to go. But uh, I'm with the public. Give me Tampa here, and uh, I think their defense is going to do enough against the run to uh, to win the game. What do you think, Nick? 
Oh, so I mean, Jersey says it all, right? Everyone and their mother is on Tampa Bay. <laughs> That's why you're seeing this line move down to two and a half. It was scary at three and a half. This is moving uh, in my favor. So I, I love that. Everyone is on Tampa. People say don't bet against Brady in the playoffs. This isn't Tom Brady on the Patriots. This isn't Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. This is Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. And the Bucks have had one of the easiest schedules all year long. All year long. One of the easiest schedules aside from the Saints. Hard to beat a team three times in a row. Hard to beat Tom Brady in the playoff. But I'll go back to what I said last week. Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, and Michael Thomas have been on the field for limited snaps this year. They're all back. We saw what they put up last week. Absolutely throttled the Bears. Throttled the Bears. That was my best bet last week. I will take the Saints two and a half, and I will lock it up. Ace it. Ace it. Ace it. Wow. He's acing the Saints. Um, I'm going to go ahead, and I think I'm going to take the Bucks here. Um, I like it at three and three and a half. I've got that. got them on both those numbers. Two and a half is a little weird. But I do think that they're going to win the football game. So either way, I'll, I'll still take the Buccaneers. Again, it's Brady. It's it's one of those things. I know that it's Breeze's possible last game in the NFL, so he's going to be super motivated to win this game. But Brady's also at the end of his career, too. He's got one more year after this, I think, no matter what. I think he came to Tampa to to you know solidify his legacy of being a quarterback that that is so good he can win anywhere. It doesn't matter if you're with Bill Belichick. doesn't matter if you're on the New England Patriots. And it's Tom Brady, the GOAT, in the playoffs, getting points. I got to take Tampa here. I don't love it. Something tells me Alvin Kamara has a day, but I'm, I, I took Tampa. I got to stick with Tampa. They're going to win the football game. Gosh, there's there's so many arguments for both ways. Like Tom Brady getting points in, in the in the postseason. This Bucks team has caught in fire a little bit as of late. I, I think I have to go with the Saints here. Like I, I like what you were saying at three and a half, four points. Like you get to an ugly number. I like Tampa. But at two and a half, I, I just got to go with the Saints. I, I know it's hard to beat a team three times. It's infinitely harder to beat Tom Brady three times in a season. But I, I think that the Saints defense is going to give the Bucks offense more trouble than the Bucks defense will give the Saints offense. They have the triumvirate back together with Breeze, Kamara, and Thomas. And so I think that that gives the offense some life. They're at home. I don't know if they have fans, how many are going to be there. But I do think that plays a factor. I, I, I just think that the Saints are a little bit better football team. And I tell you what the X factor is for me and kind of the main reason I'm going to go with the Saints minus the two and a half here is Sean Payton versus Bruce Arians. Mm. I, I like Bruce Arians as a coach. I don't love Bruce Arians as a coach. I don't know how dynamic he is as a play caller in today's NFL. Whereas I, I think Sean Payton just holds a significant edge over him in today's game. And I'm going to go with, with the with the better coach team, the team that I think is still more talented over the over the Buccaneers team that I think we've been a little it's been a little weird all season long. Like they they've gotten to the wild card, they've been successful, but it's it's been a little weird, you know. Like what's their identity? We've talked about that ad nauseum. So I'm gonna take the Saints. I again, we've we've flip flopped hooks in both these games now, but I'll take the Saints minus the two and a half. We are split so, on both of these. I will also let the fans know, teams that won both regular season games are actually 14 and seven in the playoffs, and teams that win in this in the divisional round cover 89 percent of the time. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's big. And I'm on the faves, so I <laughs> yeah. guess I like that. <laughs> I, I think it's gonna. I think this game, 
This is where two and a half sucks a lot. But yeah, I, I, I think Tampa's going to win the game. But I think it's a last-second drive by one of the two and a field goal to win the game. And, I do think and, so. And just like full disclosure, I have the Bucks plus three and a half on CBS. And I'm probably not going to change it. So, like, it's yeah. it, that's that's that hook is such a big that, deal. It's really big in this game and in the, in the previous game before it. But, but uh, one thing, Nick, on, on last week's game, New Orleans against Chicago – the Bears are who we thought they were. They're a piece of shit. That don't take any credence. Yeah, in that and Tampa, Tampa Bay is who we thought they were too. Tampa Bay had a cute little win against Green Bay. I will, I will take out. Cute. I will take that one. They kicked the but, shit out of them after they were done by two touchdowns. That, that they did. Throttled, throttled Tampa Bay twice this year without all their all their main guys, and so now they got also, all their main guys. I just don't think that Tampa Bay is is for real. I just think again they have too many offensive weapons. It's a Terrible analysis, but what? like you wouldn't think too many offense. Too many, Nick. He uses all of them many. now. Evans is there. He's figured it out. Godwin's there. He's figured Mike it Evans. out. Mike Antonio Evans Brown's the there. He's figured it out. Has... He's figured it out. No, Mike Evans and, and Tom Brady have figured it out, and that's the only thing about this game that scares Chris me. Godwin. He's been he's been on fire when Evans wasn't on fire, and now they're both on fire. And you got Gronk in the playoffs with Brady. And Antonio Brown's been playing not well. Yeah. The New England Patriots is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're right. They're on fire. Tom Brady even better than the Patriots the, were. New, the New England Buccaneers. This is not the Bears this is are not who the we New thought they Patriots were. And Tom Brady. This is Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they they are heating up. But you're going into a buzzsaw in New Orleans. Sean Payton is also four and zero against Bruce Arians since he returned to the NFC South. Well, good. Bruce is due. Bruce is yeah, due. I don't. I don't look at who we talked to. I you bet numbers. You don't bet teams. And two and a half is a great number for me. Well, I bet the Packers yesterday, and I won. So. <laughs> By the way, we have to give locks still, right? Did aces? Did we, yeah, our aces. Our I, ace of the week. That's right. I'll, I'll ace the. I'll ace the Saints also. Minus two and a half. I, I can't. Wow. I can't ace nine and wow. a half. I just can't ace nine and a half. Wow. By the way, just remember that Tampa still has. If they go to the Super Bowl, it's in Tampa. They have an extra little boost there too. That's true. Just remember yeah. that. I know they got to get past the Packers if they win this one, but I'm just saying, they're 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 scary. They're scary. What a classic, just Tom Brady advantage. So, wow, you guys well, are doubling up on the Saints, You know huh? what happened in Tampa 30 years ago? That was the Super Bowl. Bills lost wide right. Yes. Is that the, right? The, the, Nor- the Norwood year. kick. I believe yep. they mentioned that on the broadcast, didn't they? That's what Dad mentioned yesterday. It was all Norwood. He kept calling Justin Tucker Norwood. <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker, Tucker. <laughs> that motherfucker, Tucker. Tyler Big Bass, Big Balls Bass kind of missed his first one way wide right. Yeah. T-Bass? And then you, you thought if it was the wind or not, but it, he kind of, I mean, he, he might have yeah. overcorrected a little bit. Yeah, he, <laughs> he sliced it pretty bad. What? Yale? No kicker talk? Go throw it that way. <laughs> yeah. Dad, you... Uh, yeah, Nick, you haven't mentioned the kickers in any of your analysis so far. Yeah, Dad, you, I gotta, you mentioned uh, the miss by Tucker yeah. earlier. Yeah, yeah Tucker. but not in the picks today. I'm just got to say, oh, yeah. just color no. me disappointed. <laughs> no, no, there, there's Will not Lutz's a whole lot of kicker analysis today. I'm not, I'm not, uh, not high on the kickers. Will Lutz is kind of been struggling i don't even know who tampa's kicker is these days uh Suck up? what, oh, yeah, what yeah, it, Suck up. Yep. cleveland who's cleveland i don't even know who cleveland parky. trots out parky. Cody parky double doinker is Outside back and Cle- pretty Kansas good City, for uh for for kc though i'd like to have a name like sucko I mean, it's... <laughs> no the best one was uh the guy in college his name was jason blewett Oh yeah, yeah, it was a kicker named. Yeah, last name was Blewett. He blew it. Jason blew it. We got suck up. We got Gulf Young Ho. Park too. Blew it. Horse, it really? horse race guy. Blew it. <laughs> <laughs> he blew it. Uh, your ace of the week. Boys, I'm going with Cleveland Browns. Plus, wow, love to see it. Wow. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm going with the Chiefs. This is going to be fun. Wow. This is going to be fun, man. Is, I, and and I, should really, I should really, get odds. I should really, I should really get odds. I should really get odds on my ace. Son of really a bitch. Should. Do we want to pick a, a? I think we should pick the score. I don't know what we get, like a beer bet or something with the with the uh, Tampa and New Orleans game. I just would love to pick the the score of that one. I think that'd be fun. Do a little friendly you competition. Get, I'll do. I'll bring a six pack to the Super Bowl. If I, I'm, I'm cool with that. A six-pack so Super Bowl. Fly, he's going to fly the... to Tampa with a no, six-pack. What are you talking about? You said you're, you you're going to bring a six-pack to the Super I'm gonna Bowl. I'm going to fly in my G6 to TJ's house. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about like we have a, a three-way punishment then? You have to get the score exactly right. But if you do, the other three have to do something. Oh, I like that. I, yeah, I'm in. But what oh. do we do? And then it's yeah, just you got to no fly, fly Zook to it. Tampa. <laughs> I like 28-24. New Orleans. Okay. Let me go last. Okay. So, again, we, we'll figure out punishment later. I guess the winner gets to pick what the other three do. Send you have to get it exactly right. Send us your best punishment right. on Facebook, DM, call in. Yeah. Give us your best punishment. Nick, what do you uh, think? So, Zook's got 28-24. Tell you writing these down or do you? I am. Okay. Mm, I'm going to go 34 20 uh, 34-31 <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> Covered by field goal. 34-31 New Orleans. 34-31 New Orleans. So you got to do the math. Um, I'm like, how many touchdowns are they going to score? I know. Eight? You got to think of extra points, missed field goals, bullshit like that. Yeah, you got to pick like, fuck. 26 Hill installed at the half-yard line. I'm going to go a clean scoring. Yeah. They're in a dome. They're in a dome. My, my I'm gonna name. go clean scoring game. I'm gonna say 31-28 Tampa. I'm gonna again. Say. It's got to be the right one too. It's 31-28 New Orleans. I lose. It's got to be 34, who you think is gonna New win. I, I can't go clean score, but if I go off score, it's gonna, I'm never gonna hit the right number. Let's go clean score. 34-24 Tampa. 34-24. Ooh, okay. two All score right. game Tampa. That's a fun That's right. one. Yep. That's a good one. Okay. And so, so what's your your bet? Did you do your best bet today with uh, the Cleveland pick? Big Web. You know what? Best bet of the week. If, 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 ladies and gentlemen, if Big Web followers watched carefully yesterday to the video, we're going to stand pat today. We're doing just fine. We got a lot of action going today. Yesterday, you saw the $200 pays $5,600 if we can hit Cleveland money line and Tampa money line tonight. That's what we're pushing for Woo. today. We oh, also two we, dogs money line. We, we also have ride the lightning, Big Web. Hell, 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 I want to go. I want to put a little more on the two way money line, money line. Oh pays, God! I think it's uh, three hundred pays two grand or something on a two way. Put something on the Chiefs for love of if God. You hit I, well, I, I, I may tease a little something down on the Chiefs just to give me a little backup. But uh, we do have a teaser also that we announced yesterday. I don't know if you put that out. Uh, I haven't yet. So there's a two hundred dollar. I get credit for it because it started yesterday. Right, right, right. No, we had the video proof. Okay, cool. So, so, so that was a uh, four-way teaser on that one. Today we need Cleveland plus uh, seventeen, and we need Tampa plus ten in that one. That was a one hundred dollar bet to pay like three fifty. Nice. So that was just a little, a little backup. But uh, Big Web faithful, just hang on, stay where we're at. That's what we're doing. Get them. Uh, before we get to our sponsor reads real quick, I want to get a couple props for you boys from uh, some thoughts on it from the Cleveland-Kansas City game. See what you guys think. See what you guys think. Just say over under this, okay? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 320 and a half passing yards. Under. 
Over. <laughs> wow. You say under, though? And I'm betting against the guy. It's a lot. Of pass. 320 is a lot. <sighs> they also have zero running backs right yeah. now. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Uh, I don't know. Under. Baker, Baker Mayfield under, or sorry, Baker Mayfield, 260 and a half passing yards. Yeah, you had it right, under. Okay. <laughs> they're they're going to do it on the ground. I, I'd say under. Okay. Nick, you too. What is it? Two, 260 and a half for Mayfield. Four. Passing yards. I'm going to go under. Okay. It's there. It's a clean sweep. I think uh, over run. is they going to hit. Uh, I hope so. Kareem Hunt, anytime touchdown score. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Even with yeah. Chubb? Yeah. He's yeah. Oh, yeah. They both they shared it nicely. It's, it's more risky, but yeah. Sure. Are we going the anytime funner one there is anytime touchdown Browns defense at plus 550. The funner one? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I say funner all the time, too. That's not bad. And then the other one was uh, Kansas City to win by one to, one to thirteen points. Yeah, uh, between one and thirteen points. Yeah. So if you if about you, one and nine, that'd be good. If you parlay <laughs> Mahomes over three twenty and a half, Baker under two sixty and a half, Cream Hunt anytime touchdown score, and Kansas City to win between one and thirteen, sixteen bucks pays three fourteen. Well, wow. Fun. Also, another sixteen for over three hundred. Sixteen for three hundred fourteen dollars wow. for those four. Patty over three twenty. Baker under 260, Kareem Hunt anytime touchdown, Kansas City win by Kareem one, Hunt's the tough one, one because like as that bet kind of plays out, like you you're thinking Patty's gonna throw for a shitload. Mm-hmm. Baker's not gonna throw for very much. Mm-hmm. So in, in this theory, Kansas City's probably winning by a lot. So there's not gonna be many Browns touchdowns. So then you probably the, take away the Kansas City win by one to thirteen, maybe, and no, then no, think I, they'd blow them out. I, I would take I would say, I think that's fine. I think the the tougher one is Kareem Hunt anytime score. Okay. Like I'd maybe, I'd maybe take like Tyreek Hill or somebody else. So here's but, another one. But a funner a funner thing to think about. <laughs> on that, I'm pretty sure it would be it, a high scoring tight game. I think that's where Hunt gets his It's more fun. I it's you guys say more fun. Well, I used to say funner all the time. To this one from last week. A better put five thousand dollars on. Uh, I don't remember if it was Cleveland defense first TD or anytime TD. Kareem Hunt anytime TD. And Brown's money line against the Steelers, five grand and cashed out $220,000. Jesus. I believe it. Another one. One more. Travis Kelsey to score two plus touchdowns, plus 400. If he scores two touchdowns or more, plus 400. I mean, that is awesome, right? That's high odds. Two touchdowns. I mean, he's the guy in the red zone. Yeah, but they're running with Hilaire. I mean, that's the guy. They go deep. They're usually big play, big play specialty. Yeah, it's going to be Hardman or Watkins. You say plus, or Hill. plus 400. Plus 400. So, so it's only four to one. Yeah, so 10 bucks pays you 40. Yeah, that, that, would, be, that would be a stretch because, like Nick's saying, they're going to be Hill and it. But and, there's there's a. I mean. Bet the, can you bet the under that? Under two TDs? Or no? I don't think so. I think that's just a separate prop that they have. But. Uh, yeah, that's anyway, that's wild. Anyway, <laughs> FanDuel lets you do those uh, same game parlays. I would, ra- I would rather, yeah, do Travis Kelsey anytime TD score with like Kareem Hunt anytime TD score and like Patty Mahomes passing and Baker passing prop all parlayed yeah. together. So you wouldn't do Chiefs one to thirteen and Kareem Hunt anytime TD score? Uh, I kind of like that. That's yeah. I mean, I okay. think Chiefs one thirteen. I do like, like Chiefs one to thirteen. I do too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like the minus nine and a half though, so it's hard. Like I could, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Until anyway. they lose outright by to the Browns. <laughs> we'll see. If that happens, <laughs> Big Web's going to be very happy. But, but if you're looking at it from – if you're a Cleveland fan, you're playing the Cleveland side of things, Chiefs winning 1-13 to is a nice little 
helper for you. No, like, it is. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you so. could root for both. So you're yeah. either getting your full yeah. cover. If you get you get nine and a half of the thirteen, and if you, you get ten, shit. I mean, you, you, everything hits there. But if let me tell you something, if Cleveland in wins, your mind, in my mind. If Cleveland wins the game outright, Big Webb will be the biggest Tampa Bay fan of all time tonight. Oh, my tonight. God. That's going to be – Can you imagine what happens when Cleveland rips the upset and then – Tampa New just puts up yeah, a dud? Yeah, New Orleans just, like, buff. Yeah, do you cash out? Bucks. Do you cash out then? Like, if DraftKings offers you, like, 2500 Would it be that much? No. Or would you just drive across well, then and place a bet it, on it, the it would be. It would be during the game. I would drive to Illinois. It'd be, it would be during the game. And you'd be at, like at halftime, or things are fluctuating. But it could get up to, I mean, if it was in, in Tampa's favor, if, if it was in Tampa's favor, that that sucker would go up to four or five grand, you know, as a buyout. Yeah, I, I might be interested in that. I wonder. Yeah, that's tough because it, it, here's the thing: Can you imagine if you had your Tampa, Tampa, Tampa bet still oh too? So Dad had a a, a hundred dollar bet on. The Lightning to win the Stanley yeah, Cup, sister, which they yeah. did. The Rays to win the World Series, which they lost. But if they would have won, he had the Bucks to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> and Dad would be the biggest. He would not even bet on anything else. It'd be all Bucks be all the time. What, what was that hundred dollar? What was it to win? Twenty six thousand. Yeah, twenty six thousand dollars. Grand. Yeah, you I had a hundred on Gone on sabbatical for like a year, like yeah. half oh, a yeah, year. That, yeah, that'd have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, about. Quarter to five. If you see me on the JB Bridge about halfway in Illinois, Missouri, you know why. You know where I'm going to be. Oh, man. Uh, shout out to our great sponsors K Roberts Remax Gold. K Roberts, the best real estate agent in St. Louis in the area. You have to give her a call today, 314 409 4113. She's the best in the business. And she wants to make you friends after your clients. She wants to stay in touch, make sure you're happy with your home purchase or your home sale. The best in the business, 314 409 4113 online stlhomes4u.com stlhomes the number 4 youcom Sarah Barron Family Finance Mortgage someone else that works around the clock helps you out help me get in my beautiful home with the help of Kay Roberts from Remax Gold lets me know about new numbers to refinance always working around the clock past 5 o'clock doesn't matter if she has a number that you need to know she's going to help you out she takes care of her clients just like Kay Roberts Remax Gold 314-537-1282 314-537-1282 or online at Family Finance Mortgage Com. And last but certainly not least, the sponsor of Brews on the Balcony, of the From the 50 Show, and our Locks of the Week. We call it the Ace of the Week. It's Aces Wild in Columbia, Illinois, 208 North Main Street in Columbia, Illinois. Go in there and tell Alex Schlemmer that the boys from the, From the 50 Show sent you over. Get some ice cold beer in there. They now have six machines, by the way. I was in there the other day. Six machines. Wow. For your playing playing pleasure? Playing pleasure, yeah. Is that, is that you say? That's funner than the other way. Yeah. <clears throat> so hey, funner is a word. Is it? Is it? Yes. Yeah, I just looked it up, but what I didn't. The fuck's... I didn't want to stop the show, well, I, but yeah. Hold on. Funner, me... funner is grammatically correct. Hold on, I gotta yes. call my grade school teacher. Yeah, I got. If, if I got so much trouble for that. It's an, an option. You can use you can more use fun, but like, like, so think about it this way. Do you think funnest is a word? No. Oh, you don't. The See, funnest. I feel like I feel like funnest, funnest. is, is, yeah. a, funnest is, is definitely. A word. I've always been told if you say funner, you gotta say more fun. I got I, my ass I, kicked for saying that. I had teachers give me like a B minus instead of an A minus because of funner. I'm pretty wow, sure. Well, you, can, you can tell them to, yeah. Jeez. You can show them the, the internet, oh, the old internet. I, All right. Hey, Mrs. Maisie, listen up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit. 
Aces Wild, Columbia, Illinois. Uh, go over there and tell everybody that we sent you over. Uh, ice cold beers, six machines. They got booze over there. They got big screens. They got everything you need. And it's in Illinois. So if you want to go over there and put some live betting down, you can hang out. And uh, Alex Schlemmer will take care of you over at Aces Wild in Columbia, Illinois. Anything else, boys? Is that it? Well, I'll tell you what. The, the top. Okay, so everybody start right now. We'll, we'll, clear the, we'll clear the lines. So the first one to email in, I want Nick's razor. Nick will put it in an envelope, <laughs> ship it out to you free of charge as a fan for from the 50. Yeah. Oh, so Nick's a celebrity, so people want it. <laughs> oh, they want it. You, what, you watch the board. Watch the board light up here. We should have <laughs> created an OnlyFans for Nick where you could pay to view his beard shaving. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get some weirdos in there, man. I, oh, you know, what's, what's even boy. scarier is there's probably gonna be some fucking weirdo just in there, like definitely. Like, oh, there's one hundred percent gonna be some weirdos. Caller Joe's in there. already in there. <laughs> Caller yeah. Joe's just sitting there giving Nick money to see his beard shaved. I or Walter from Columbia. Oh. Any of them? Leave the stash, Nick. Leave you want to talk oh. about weirdos? There's one time I was in line to get Andy Pettit's autograph, and they kind of took him away. Like, all right, he's had enough for the day. He's got to go get changed, whatever. This lady walks up and asked if she could keep his water bottle. The fuck? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a God. weird move. Security's like, uh, no, yeah, we're yeah. not going to allow Keep it that. moving, Tuts. Sorry yeah. about you. Thanks, one, uh, one last Sorry thing. Clyde Edwards-Alaire been ruled out today for Kansas City. There you go. <laughs> Patty over 320. <laughs> fucking lock. Ted loves the Browns today. It's insane how much he loves them. Don't say that so loud. It'll fuck up the odds. Uh, show show the audience your undershirt. There you go. Yeah, he's got, he's got the orange. <laughs> yeah. Oh, real quick. Around. Sorry, I know we're uh, we're just we're having fun here. So we, at the Columbia football game in high school, funny story about that, sweat, that sweater. So we walk in, and it's, it's my high school team. I'm a freshman, so we're going to the varsity game. It's in the playoffs. And dad wears this orange, bright orange sweatshirt or whatever. And I, we're driving about halfway there. It's in Carterville, Illinois, a little, little town. And dad goes, I sit there and I, I go, what if, what if the team color is orange? Like, what if the other team's orange? Like, blue and whites are high school colors. And he's wearing orange. Like, for the hell of it. And he goes, no, nah, there's no way that happens. And we start driving through the town. And we see orange, orange, orange <laughs> everywhere. And he goes, oh, fuck. The same shade and everything. Same shade. Perfect. And it's just bright orange. Like, the yeah. entire thing is just bright orange. He walks into the stadium, and there's a sea of blue and white. All of our fans. And then there's a one orange dot in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I went to the uh, the concession stand to get a soda or whatever. And I looked on the other sideline. There's Dad sitting in an orange sweater. Did you take a picture and, of it? Oh, yeah. No, I don't know if I have that anymore, but we did back in the day. You should have seen all our it down. I've loved it. You got. We got to put that up on the show next week. All all our fans are like, was, he was a freshman, so nobody knew me or anything. Yeah, and I was gonna say all like, these guys in blue, and I'm in orange standing right next to him. Go Eagles! And the guys look at me. What the fuck is your problem? Well, yeah. the best part was after the game, we we got in the car and these Carterville fans. We won the game. It's like semifinals, big deal. And dad dad rolls down the window. These Carterville fans are walking by, and dad goes, "Hey." Get down, get down. We got down, and he's in this orange shirt, and he goes, "Man, we suck this year, don't we?" And he peels out, and these Cardinal fans go, "What the? Who the fuck is that guy?" Hilarious. That was a good time. Uh, oh god. All right, that'll do it, guys. Good luck here in the divisional round. We're looking forward to conference championship. Are we gonna do a show on Pro Bowl? I know we did last year, but there wasn't much to talk about. Mm, stay tuned. We'll okay. talk about it. We'll decide about it. But we will be back for conference matchups next Sunday here at 10 a.m. So uh, good luck this week for Tali, for Dad, for Zook, for Nick and Reno. I'm TJ Weber. Good luck this week. We'll see you next week.